Okay, Laura, I have a confession to make. I was not a very scheduled person. What? Before I had kids, I was super spontaneous, just, you know, wanted to do whatever, whenever. And it's one of the things I really love about our resources. Now, certainly once I had twins, I had to have some semblance of a routine, but I love that we have the right-hand line and the left-hand line. So if you need to know like exactly what time of day everything typically happens, that's covered. Or if you just like basically need to know how many times a day a kid eats, (laughs) that's covered. That's covered. And I think that's such a good point because I am, you know, I am, I'm pretty structured. I like to get up about the same time every day. I pretty much get ready for bed at the same time every day. And, and so I'm, I'm a little more structured. I like to know what's coming next and I'm probably not going to deviate too much from that. However, I feel that that with the Moms on Call resources, one of the things that, that we want people to know is that there is flexibility. This is not, oh my gosh, black and white. And if you miss that nap time by five minutes, you've ruined everything. And that's just not true. Like you said, it is kind of that guideline. It's just to give you an idea of what to expect. And and we always say, look, it's a right-hand line and a left-hand line. Stay in the middle. We're going to be okay. And, you know, we implemented those 15-minute grace periods as well on either side of the times, which I think gives us tons of flexibility. But we also have the reset points. So if the day completely doesn't go as our routine, as we want it to go, if it completely goes off the rails, we have those reset feeds, those reset crazy day times that we talk about. And I think that's important as well. Whoever said babies and toddlers don't come with an instruction manual never met the moms on call. For nearly 20 years, Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter have helped over half a million families navigate parenthood with their best-selling books, online courses, apps, and network of certified consultants. And now they have this podcast to talk directly with you. Ask your questions at 888-234-7979. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast with Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter. Today's episode is brought to you by Cozy Earth. All right, I'm going to be honest. (laughs) My sheets are typically the $20 sheets that are on sale. And that's pretty much what I've always had until Cozy Earth sent me these sheets and I'm I'm speechless. And that takes a lot to make me speechless. Well, you know, they say they're so super soft and I'll tell you the minute you put them on and you're like having your hand, you know, just kind of getting all the little wrinkles out of it and just brushing your hand along it. Like that's when you know, like you're like, I don't know that I should get in a bed this comfortable. I want to keep using the word butter. And I know that (laughs) butter may or may not be exactly the right word, but It's buttery soft. So guys, we need you to head over for more information to CozyEarth.com. They have like a hundred days to try these sheets out. And, you know, Jennifer, you were talking about, you know, the princess and the pea because, you know, I have had some sheets and you can feel those little balls and they're Mm -hmm. just, you're like, dang. It's distracting. 
It is so distracting. You don't want to sleep on those. I'm so like such a princess to even say it, but it's true. Cozyearth.com. And they're also giving us, our listeners, a discount code. And I think it's one of the best that they've done. So uh, when you check out, if you'll do Moms on Call 40 at CozyEarth.com, you'll get 40% off. You could feel like butter. Hey, moms. My name is Candice, and I'm from Greenville, South Carolina. I'm pregnant with our first, and I wanted to know as much as I can ahead of time about how to get on the sleep schedule once he arrives. How do I know when he's ready, or do I decide when I'm ready? Um, I'm really excited, but I'm also scared. Candace, congratulations. This is such exciting news. It's such an exciting time. And yeah, it's like, when when do you start? When do when can you begin? Where is where do you even begin to figure this thing out when this new little one gets here? So that is a great question. And oftentimes it depends on what size they come in. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> right? Or you have this little preemie who's, you know, four or five pounds, like you and I have both had, Laura. Um, you know, you really do have to kind of be on this every two and a half, three hour feeding schedule. And you really have to kind of make sure that they're getting enough every day until you get that clearance. Um, and one of the great resources that we have, one of the great free resources helps you oh. if you have a preemie to know what schedules to go to when. And well, I love that. I love the, the name of it. Preemie schedule. Okay. Preemie so progression, preemie progression cheat sheet. You know, say that three times fast. I and it's <laughs> say it one time fast. That's right. And it's so pretty. I mean, it's actually a, a beautiful resource. And we always recommend look, if you if you've got that premature little one, Go out, download it, print it off, and have it available in, in your home binder so that you can kind of keep track of, of when you can move forward and what key things are you lo- you're looking for. So just make sure you kind of check that out if we have preemie. But Candace, your little one's going to come right on time. And when do you start those routines? And we always say the first couple of weeks, you're, we're just trying to grow them. So you're going to be feeding about every two to three hours, pretty much around the clock until they get back to their birth weight and past two weeks of age. And at that point, we dive right in and we walk you through that step by step. So in all of the resources, you can take a look ahead of time of what those days will look like. And you can adjust that for your own personal routines. You know, if somebody's coming home from work later or, you know, you just need to adjust here or there. Those adjustments can be made, like Laura mentioned, 15 minutes on either side of the schedule or you know, sometimes you can move the whole schedule by half hour one way or another. Um, but you just want to get an idea of where we're going and have the peace of mind to know that most babies really do. Laura and I have observed these really natural rhythms and patterns, and this is where all of this information came from. And so let us do all the calculating and all the math for you because you are going to be so busy being in love and just wanting to watch this baby breathe and smile and oh wiggle. Um, that you know, we'll we'll do the we'll do the heavy lifting. That's and right. You can do the light lifting of the baby. You know, really, Candace, want, when you get that baby home, you're going to be feeding, you know, you're, you can begin to get your feet into the routine. So 
get those feedings done, get some snuggle time in, and then swaddle and get down for a nap. You can go ahead and begin to get those things in place. So let's talk a little bit about that two to four week routine, Jennifer, just because I think so many people fall in that realm. And that's really when you kind of dive all in to mom's on call. And, and I love that we can walk those things out with our families. Is that not the best thing in the whole wide world? We've had a lot of people say in the online classes, like I can watch this at night. Like I am literally watching it at two o'clock in the morning. And we have always joked, like we'd be the best people to like take those really early morning hours on the QVC. (laughs) Because, you know, when you have this new baby, you're often up at these odd hours and you're just, you know, trying to sort through things. So Laura and I are happy to go along on that adventure with you. It is so Um, much fun. Yeah, so you're not alone. Um, But also answer those great questions. And when you're talking about jumping in, um, you know, and jumping into that routine at two weeks of age, um, once they've gained that birth weight back and we're ready to go, you want to make sure a couple things are in place. And I would really watch that sleep environment video. Um, It's so great. It's a lot of fun. And make sure that everything is set up. You have all of the moms on call items that we recommend, white noise machine, you have your swaddle blanket, you've practiced it already, preferably on a stuffed animal and not the cat, which is what we <laughs> get asked all the time. Right. Um, yeah, they, I don't know if cats, I've never, I've never swaddled one, but I, I've um, swaddled puppies. Okay. Yeah. I have swaddled puppies. Yes. So, you know, I, I, those first few nights that we've gotten a puppy home, I have swaddled and used the sound machine and it's made a huge difference. (laughs) Yeah. So you have all your stuff ready (laughs) and then you follow the routines. We've mapped them out and tried to make them as easy as possible to follow. Um, and Laura, I mean, when we talk about jumping into this routine, like those first couple days, when you start it, what what does that look like? So let's talk about. It. So what we really want to try to do, Candace, is you'll and and it's you will start at two weeks of age, past their birth weight, past two weeks of age. We're going in. Uh, we're not asking anybody's. You know, we're not asking if he wants to be on the routine. And I think you said you it's your you're pregnant with your first son. So I think it's a he. So. We're not going to ask him if he's ready. We're just going for it. And so when we start that routine, somewhere between 6 and 7 a.m., we're going to do a feeding. Then we're going to have some sweet snuggle time. Maybe they'll go right back down for a nap. But at 9 a.m., 9 a.m. is that first, we call it a C time, those crazy day times. So no matter what happens at 9 a.m., get him up and do a feeding at 9 o'clock. Wait, 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 wait. So you wake a sleeping baby? During the day, we absolutely wake a sleeping baby. I know. I know. Unapologetically. Yes. We are going to get so many people who are not happy about that. But yes, during the day, again, we got a 15-minute grace period. But we want to kind of get into that rhythm of eating during the day. You You know, Jennifer, I often say, look, we're all in survival mode those first few weeks. And I get it. But at some point, we want to get to where things are more sustainable. And so the things that we put in place here is just kind of that foundation that's going to get us to something that's sustainable. Not today, but in a few days from now or a few weeks from now, we're going to start to move from survival to sustainable. So, yes, 
at 9 a.m., we are getting that baby up and getting a good feeding in. Then we're going to have about, you know, 30 minutes to do that feeding, give or take just a little bit. We're going to do some snuggle time, uh, maybe a little tummy time, maybe some back time. And by about 9.45, 10 o'clock, we're going to be ready to put this little one down for a nap. And one of my favorite things is the pre-nap routine, kind of where you go in the room, you know, and you change the diaper and you I like how your I like how your voice goes lower. Oh. You go in the room and you change the diaper. <laughs> like we're getting ready for sleep. <laughs> and it is. You're right. I know. It it's sweet. just the sweet because I'm walking it out in my mind. I yes. remember what that's like to go into that nursery and to change that diaper. And you're sitting in that chair and you're smelling them and snuggling and reading a story or singing a song and whatever that might look like. And then we're going to swaddle them up. Of course, we want you to swaddle the mom song call way. Get them down in the crib. Turn that sound machine on. And for naps, we have a little bit of that natural light coming in. It doesn't have to be pitch black. Then the next feed time is... 12 o'clock. And we start that kind of process all over again until we get ready for the evening routine. Well, and I think that that's just a great process. Like feed for about 30 minutes, you know, at that two week mark when you're still (laughs) getting used to, yeah, figuring out how feeding works. (laughs) Like we're all brand new to this. Hello. Does it take longer? Yes. But we really would encourage you not to spend so much time in burping. Burp about three quarters of the way through. And at the end of that feeding, it shouldn't take more than two or three minutes. It's going to come out the attic or the basement. They're going to be doing good. But we want to get that feeding in before they get too worn out. So, you know, 30 to 40 minutes right there at the start. And the book also covers, you know, about how much time is typical to do a feeding. And then we have some playtime. Now they're going to get, you know, they're going to get a little floppy. Once their tummy is full, sometimes you have to work hard to keep them awake for those few minutes before it's time to, you know, actually have a proper nap. And that's okay. You know, it's sometimes this beginning part is a little bit of work. Um, But by the time we want to get them in the crib, you know, it's no longer than an hour from that time we started a feeding. And then they're in the crib, they're swaddled. I call that put away. You can do as many naps in the crib as you want, but at least two, you know, if grandma comes over and she wants to hold him, swaddle him up and let grandma hold him. You know, if you just want to just look at him and hold him and admire him, as long as you're not also falling asleep, do that. We have some options with nap time and all those things, you know, it's like uh, on the shampoo bottle, (laughs) rinse and repeat, repeat, rinse and repeat. (laughs) And then we come up to that evening routine And that is where, you know, another C time is 6 p.m., right? So, again, we're on that two to four week routine. 6 p.m. is the other reset point. That's your other C time. So we're feeding regardless of what happened during the day because we're going to have good days and bad days, right? Mm, So regardless of what happens uh, at 6 p.m., we're going to feed that little one. We're going to have a cat nap. And somewhere around 8.30, we're going to either do bath time or what I call a pretend bath. If you don't do a bath every night, which is change that diaper, wash the face, you know, put their little PJs on. Then we're going to do that last feeding right about 9 o'clock in their room. We're going to do that last feeding at 9, get them swaddled up and get them down in bed. 
And in that bedtime, we want to make sure that it's dark in the room, wherever it is that they're sleeping. Some people will have them in the nursery. Some people will still have them in a bassinet or a pack and play next to the bed. We want to make sure that it's dark in the room, use that sound machine and that they're swaddled correctly. And then we can go to on-demand feeding at night, right? And so sometimes that's going to be every three hours still for another couple of weeks. Sometimes it's going to be once at night. Sometimes it'll be twice at night. Sometimes you'll go two steps forward and one step back. Uh, But that's just the beginning, Candace. And I am so excited uh, for you to get this little one into your hands and get started with Mom's Song Call. You get to decide what things really resonate with you, what feels like the right way forward. And we consider it such a privilege if we get to walk that out with you. Thank you for listening to the Moms on Call podcast. If you have a question for Jennifer and Laura, call 888-234-7979. Visit momsoncall.com for resources to help you parent with confidence and thrive, not just survive your amazing parenting journey. 